And this next episode of the Yalabad podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. You know, Singapore is opening up. We're all going out a lot more. And we're all, you know, gathering in groups underneath the sun. So why would Manscaped be such an important thing for guys to think about at this point, Harish? Because as we are going out into the sun, right, we're going to be showing more skin, mm. right? So as you do with more skin, there will also be more hair being shown, mm. right? So I'm not saying you shave your hair because I'm a hairy so wait, guy. You're talking about you're talking about like hair on the body or what? What, what kind of hair? Anywhere you want to show lah. I don't I don't, I don't discriminate, man. <laughs> Anywhere that sh- hair is displayed, face, underarms, uh, mm. near the lower belly, there might be some hair that creeps out lah. So I'm not saying go all like no hair because I'm a hairy guy but if you want to trim it if you want to do some landscaping and all right they they have this thing called the performance package 4.0 which includes the lawnmower trimmer we've used before and a whole bunch of other stuff like performance boxer briefs crop reviver toner preserver ball deodorant basically anything that gets you kind of feeling ready to go out but actually it's more than just aesthetics right because you know in Singapore the weather is so humid as well Mm. So actually keeping stuff like, uh, you know, trimmed and and dry is actually really important as well. And I mean, they have some cool shit like they have the crop mop ball wipes. You know, you have facial wipes, you have arm wipes. Why not have ball wipes? So I know this sounds very male-centric, but for you ladies out there uh, who might have a special male in your your life that you'll be comfortable getting uh, ball products for, you can get 20% off plus free shipping using the promo code YLB at manscaped.com. Yeah, they they do some cool shit. Have fun outside and make your hairs look nice. And now, on to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba, 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 ba. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzziest topics with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor. Good old humor, yeah. man. It's the end of week mm. episode. Um, it's been been somewhat of a I don't know, like nothing really like like when gangbusters news wise, like, right? It's not gangbusters, uh, but um, you know, the we we waited a little bit because. We wanted topics that were really that really had some meat in it, lah. That, yeah. that would get people talking, lah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we did think about like the whole Elon Musk Twitter thing, but holy shit, the whole world is talking about it. Um, yeah. And and it's like every stone has been flipped already, lah. Uh, I I think not even yet, man. Like I think there's still a lot flipping, of uh, flipping, flipping to happen. It's a uh, it's a constantly changing situation, so it's it's probably worth letting it marinate for a little bit longer, lah. Yeah, same goes with like the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial. It's just all unfolding, mm-hmm. man. All these big, yeah, big yeah, things yeah. are unfolding. I think, I think, yeah, all this pop culture, uh, oh, no, not say pop culture, but these like worldwide global events are all still unfolding before our very eyes. Yeah. So it's worth giving it a little bit of time and space to develop before we talk more about it. Eh? But how was your week otherwise, man? Uh, it's been, it's been good. been trying to fight my third virus, uh, <laughs> In a, in like as many as many weeks I think. Third virus uh, and how how's the yeah. fight going, man? Okay, this one this time is slightly better. This time I'm a bit more prepared with like medication and vitamin C and everything. But the kid came back. My kid uh, was a bit sick oh, So so like everyone in the family is like trying to avoid uh getting the virus because it doesn't seem to affect him as badly. But with adults, like it kills us uh, Yeah. Oh shit! So it's, it's it's very scary. Yeah. But he's 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 improving like He's improving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's back in school and and having fun and all that. Really. Whereas the rest of us are like you know fighting, picking up the uh, <laughs> sore throats and things like that. Like. You know, and it's not COVID. Everyone, don't worry. I don't have COVID. I've tested. I've seen the doctor. Everything is not COVID. Yeah. Like like one thing I realized again this morning on a very non-virus related note is that do you know? Mm. I mean, Singapore. You know, the sun at different times of the year it mm. changes its position in the sky. As in from as, us down here, lah, viewing it and all that. Yeah, because I always thought that Singapore, the you know, we are around the equator, so yeah, it won't change. Yeah. And I always used to argue with my mom last time when uh, we were staying mm. together with the clothes and all. Uh, like she would say, you hang the clothes on one side, and then the other times of the year, okay, there's more sun here. Then like mom, mm. the sun doesn't shift its sky position in Singapore. But then now I'm realizing mm. it for myself in our in our new place where. Like now the sun has started shining straight into my kitchen window. Yeah, yeah. And I never Maybe knew. Maybe that's God telling you to stop trying to be, <laughs> stop being an asshole to your mum. Uh. 
<laughs> shining a light and giving you a guy. Every morning I wake up like, yo man, stop being an asshole. Stop being an asshole yeah. for three months of the year. Stop being an asshole. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. do you know that? Do you know that? Uh, did you, yeah, did you notice I mean, it? Of course, yeah, 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 I do. But why? We're on the yeah. equator. Please, somebody. Well, we, our Earth is tilted on the axis and everything. Yeah, right? fuck you lah, okay? <laughs> of course, yeah, I know the, the Earth is tilted. Yeah. But if we're on the equator, uh-huh. it's still... Oh, so we're not doesn't, exactly yeah, like, It doesn't mean the... that you always be equidistant as the as you rotate around the sun, right? right. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, if it's not tilted... Oh, my God. If it's not tilted... <laughs> Then we are in the center of the earth, but the tilted, we are no longer yeah. on the center line of the tilted earth. Correct. 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 So oh you want to. Shit. I had to do it on do fucking podcast. I had to have that realization on the podcast. No, it's okay. I think the more important thing is that you film the Instagram reel of yourself on your knees, groveling, and saying sorry to your mother after this about the. About the hey, no, I never reached the that. point of argument. <laughs> it was like like friendly debates. La. Friendly debates. Oh, okay, okay. Friendly debates. Okay, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, Mine just got no blown. Just use the common excuse, la. I mean the common refrain. You stand corrected. Uh, yeah, I, I, something very badly yeah. refrain. Stand corrected. God damn it! And I, but, and I yeah. do it. But, I know you're gonna hold this for the rest of your life against me. Like when you see no, the no, sun, no, no, you're no. like, oh, oh, Harish, look, the sun. Oh, because the earth is tilted no, on no, the no. axis and people, all that kind of people, crap. People, people have the capacity for change, hey, and that's actually very relevant give me to this our topic. Moral high ground shit. Again. No, 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 but that's actually very relevant to our topic today. But that's so, true. So that's let's, true. Let's, 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 Let's let's use that as a segue. But before all that, like a bit yeah. of housekeeping also, like right? Housekeeping. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, well, what uh, do we have? Uh, the if you've been listening to the past few episodes, we've been doing like callouts for interns because thankfully we are working on a lot of stuff that we are we're both very excited by. Uh, there's this podcast which continues to grow. We got a few TV shows in the works. We got our audio service Folklory, and we need interns there to help us with audio editing, video editing, and social media. So, so we've been getting responses. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who submitted. Uh, we're following up. But uh, if you still are uh, hearing this for the first time, if you're interested, just DM us on Instagram or email us. Uh, I think, yeah, DM us on Instagram, on Reddit. Just reach out and we will take it from there. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. An cool. opportunity to work with us. Yeah. Isn't what what, what like is the uh, one benefit of jumping on board the, the Yalabad slash MOS slash Folklory train? Uh, I think one real benefit is that you get to be exposed to a lot of different things that uh, we're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, in a sense that we are no longer the one-trick ponies that we were maybe five years ago. <laughs> the yellow, We're just YouTubers, uh, essentially, just five yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, now we literally have like, you know, TV shows. We have a podcast. We have a, a, an audio startup. Uh, and, and yeah, we're still doing videos as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, mm. So it's it's just like you. It's almost like a buffet of of things you can choose to to do. Mm. I mean, not choose to. Do, I mean, we we would like someone that would be interested to do a little bit in everything, mm. And then from there you can decide. Oh, if maybe I want to study that, or maybe I want to do more of that because I really enjoy it. So yeah, I mean that that's that's the the real um, attraction of our of our of working with us. I mean, we don't have the. We don't have free lunches every day or free free massages like Google or anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, y- yeah, you, if you want free massage, really, I mean, Harish, I'm sure, I'm sure we can ah, thanks, arrange ah. it. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think one but, thing to add is yeah. just that the the interest to learn, because mm. we don't know a lot of stuff. But for us, it's always there's not there's very few things you can't learn. We have kind of yeah. learned everything along the way, so you gotta have that. And you if you do, yeah. just hit us up, man. Yeah. Cool. But that's it. All right. We should jump right into that topic about second chances and, and all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what and is this first topic? Uh? I mean, we, 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 you know, usually we say serious and goofy. I would actually argue that this, both these topics we're talking about today are pretty pretty serious, right? Mm, pretty yeah. serious. But yeah. what's yeah. this first one? Uh? This first one is the news that um, the latest decision by a judge regarding the identity of six lawyers who cheated during their bar exams. Um, mm. has now been uh, identified because the judge reversed his decision to redact the names. And redact just means mm. to keep it in secret. Mm. So the six names are all out there in the news, on the articles, and public. And this is actually the last step in a thing that had been developing the past few weeks because the initial decision was to keep those six names secret. And it led to mm. a lot of uh, debate and 
uh, pushback from members of the public, like some members of the public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means the 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 you're saying that the judge in the high court or the courts decided to keep the names uh, secret, lah, right? Yes, correct. A high court judge, uh, Justice Chu so- Han but subsequently, the attorney general is the one that pushed for them to be, for them to be revealed, lah, The names to be yeah, revealed. Correct. So, uh, so just the and then based that was that like as a result of public uh, pressure or what? Public um, opinion I think pressure? there was public sentiment because the judge did say that uh, from looking at at uh, feedback online and and I think there were some admissions or submissions to the court to release them. Um, and then the thing got overturned. La. So that's where, I mean, mm. reading the case, because there's a lot of facts that maybe are not disclosed publicly, I also felt like, mm. hmm, okay, uh, certain things, uh, I'm also trying to wrap my head around the exact chronology. La. Mm. Um, yeah, because the initial judgment was that uh, it would be, so So one quote from Justice Chu during the initial decision was, in a profession in which every member must be like Caesar's wife, beyond reproach, mm. this honesty is a big problem. But it would be harsh to have one's professional career ended before it has even begun. So that's mm. why he mm. chose to redact it. So I don't even get the analogy of Caesar's wife. Like, mm. uh, have you heard that saying before? Uh, no, that's my first time hearing it too. Yeah, must be like Caesar's wife, beyond reproach. Uh, yeah, so this, so th- that was the initial decision. Yeah. But then... Okay, so so maybe just the the high level summary of what the hell happened. So apparently, mm. the cheating first came to light in ap- early April twenty twenty two, and it was revealed mm. that the law graduate graduates had cheated in part B of their bar exams in twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, yep. Five students used WhatsApp to share answers in six of the papers, and they were remade to retake mm. six. The sixth person uh, apparently colluded with another uh, examinee and cheated in three of the papers. So, mm. um, I think that student had their graduate uh, the application for admission to the bar delayed by one year, and the other five had it delayed by six months. Mm. Um, so the process of becoming a lawyer, right? From what what I what I gather is, yeah, you study law, you you can work, or or basically you need to be called to the bar and take an examination mm. before you are a legally certified lawyer or practicing lawyer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um that's right, yeah. And and you have to kind of apply to go to the bar. I don't know what the exact terms are because there are so many l- legal specific terms like um mm. it's just basically you apply and then you get accepted to come to to be called to the bar, you take the exam and then you become a lawyer. So these six people have had their professional careers in some way delayed like because you're still working sure. as legal executives. Sure. Yeah. So that's that's the background, that's the context. I think what it means that you cannot when when yeah if let's say you work in uh you can work as a legal executive, but to be able to represent a client in court, like officially, that's when you need to you know be licensed and called to the bar and and you know pass the bar exam and everything Then so that's uh the minimum I think the minimum requirement to to join a law firm like and be a lawyer like right. Mm. Uh, of course you know there's a lot of legal paperwork that you can be doing behind the scenes. That doesn't require you to go to court, and uh, so so that uh, you know those are a lot of, a lot of times I think those are the so called general counsels or the legal department that you hear about in corporations, like, right? Mm-hmm. You know they they, so, they look through contracts, they draft contracts, all that. But uh, if push comes to shove, then they're not representing the company in in court or anything, like, yeah. yeah. So so just to clarify something I said, so basically the exact uh, process is law graduates they go through a six month course and pass the bar exam known mm. as part b right and mm. then they also need to complete a six month training contract with the firm and then after that they are qualified to be called to the bar which means they can practice so they have to mm. pass the bar exam uh, once you get called yeah. to the bar means you're a practicing lawyer if any lawyers were listening to my previous definition i bet you were cringing so pardon yeah. me uh, i clarified yeah. it right yeah. Okay, so then if you're coming from a foreign university, then you have to take another exam, part A. So I think for these mm. six, one studied in Singapore, the one who, who had to retake the entire exam, and the five uh, studied abroad. Yeah. yeah. So with all that kerfuffle, uh, well, mm. what did you think when you saw the, the news? Or overall, uh, were you keeping track of the, the case? I uh, wasn't keeping track as closely 
to the case la, until the, the they decided to reveal the six names. Then I quickly went to open it just in case. Just in case I happen to know any of the people uh, in there. La, you know. You thought like I had uh, taking part-time law course or something, is it? You, who, you? <laughs> yeah. No, la, no la, not everything's about you, la, Harish. No. <laughs> Relax, la, you know. Just because it's, like, like it's a joke, what doesn't mean it's about you. Everything uh, must be about me. Yeah, but go on. But yeah, like, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, I don't know any other people involved, so I, I uh-huh. feel, I feel, uh, I, I mean, I got no personal stake in this whole thing, lah. But I, I guess it, uh, it, it does trigger a larger discussion because, you know, um, doctor, lawyer, uh, accountant, those are one of th- th- that's one of the dream jobs that you know a lot of Singaporeans covered, lah. Right? You know, since we're young, our parents always like, oh, you want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer. To be so happy and all that, mm, right? And mm, mm. and uh, you know, so so there is this expectation that these people are the elites of society, lah. They they are the they are the elites of society because they get to a position that requires a lot of academic, uh, you know, rigor, uh, and excellence in their lives. Uh, the plus they probably earn a lot more than the the average person. Um, so I think initially to for for people to hear that their names were being uh were being redacted even after something as serious as, as cheating. Uh, you know, because equivalent, the equivalent would be like, you know, if you cheat in university during your exams and all that, more likely than not, you will be at the very least expelled or something, like, right? Mm, mm, or mm. plagiarism, you know, plagiarism will ruin your academic career. Yeah, you have a black mark on your on your on your resume your whole life. You might not be able to get tenure anywhere and things like that. Mm. So um people are saying how why is it that that uh you know that these lawyers having committed such a you know big big uh crime of like cheating in a in a national exam and everything, uh are being protected, lah, are being shouted as if like, oh well, let's give them a second chance. Uh, don't let them get embarrassed or that lah, you mm. know. So so that it, it did reek a little bit of the elitism that that uh that people hate lah in Singapore these days. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that, I mean that was the initial initial things that were also running through my mind. Like, why are these people getting this special treatment to not have their names revealed lah? Mm. Right. Mm-mm. So yeah, how about you? I think same for me lah. Like I wasn't keeping track of it initially when there was a lot of the. Uh, uh, news about it because I mean it seems like the law profession this year got a lot of news about it uh. there was the the great resignation um, mm. I think there was a lot of talk of that like like not the healthiest practices in the industry when it comes to overwork and mental health and all so when I saw this I was like okay um, cheating yeah it uh, ha- probably happens in every industry you know but then when we decided to do it today I think what made me want to talk about it today was the fact that the names were disclosed lah which surprised mm. me because it didn't occur to me that they were not disclosed initially. Oh, so you thought it was like, of course it has to be disclosed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's oh, right. Because okay. <laughs> um, next time you hire, you hire a lawyer, then you find out that he cheated in his exam to be a lawyer. It kind of makes you wait, second guess whether you should be hiring this person, right? I mean, yeah, in some way, in some way, like, I also do strongly believe that people can change, right? Mm. Um, but it felt like they were getting away a bit too easily, like. I think part mm. of change and acceptance is that the person needs to kind of show change. Uh, mm. So mm. it's unfortunate that na- their names right now are there. And I think some of their employers have stuck with them. La. But you can imagine, yeah. like what you said, when the, when you saw the names came out, you went to check because you wanted to know who these people were. Right? Same for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And then I will totally say that, okay, if I were to meet one of them, like uh, it, is, it is a blemish. La. Not to say it's not a blemish mm. that cannot be kind of polished away, but it's still yeah. a blemish. La. But but I mean in some ways, um, you know they they have to retake the exam for sure, lah, right? Mm. If they want to be admitted as lawyers, and uh, probably within the law profession, they have their own set of guidelines and punishments and and all that. So like, um, why why not just let them be punished by their own fraternity, as opposed to you know having their names publicly, uh, shown like this, lah, in in newspapers and everything. Yeah, because I, I get, I get, I, I get it for like let's say a pedo, a pedophile or something like right, mm. a pedophile teacher or something like that. Because uh, in fact, sometimes, uh, yeah, actually we don't. We actually more often than not, the 
teachers' names are not revealed like for this kind of pedophile crimes. Well, okay, that's a whole separate issue, lah. Mm, mm, uh, but because it involves victims and all that, lah, right? But, but, uh, would you? I mean, is there an argument that what they did was a victimless crime, and it shouldn't be treated with such, uh, you know, like like with so much, uh, with such gravity, lah? I guess, I guess, like in some way, if you were to, if you were caught like a uh, shoplifting, is your name disclosed? Mm. What's the what's it the guideline for disclosing be. names for for crime? No, I think I think it's uh if if there's interest from the press uh, they will ask for your name. Uh, okay, but that one also is almost like a crime uh, right? I I think there's yeah. no like the cheating part. I I don't know whether it's in, like in the constitution or something. Um, yeah. and when you were talking about it, it did make me think like if you were a doctor taking an exam or an engineer taking an exam, if you if you cheat on the one level of examinations that grants you the right to practice, um, mm. is it is it will it be disclosed publicly, lah? Um, mm. But that's where I think there's a difference because if the these budding lawyers are kind of being given protection by the legal system, a system mm. which they want to gain gain entry to to be part of, then I feel mm. like yo man, maybe you should even go a step further. Even if this yeah. is not done for other professions, the name should be disclosed. So you're saying that rather than own self protect own self, they should own self punish own self even more, lah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like, why. like because they hold themselves to higher standards, lah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like mm. law is is about yeah. You of course, who knows what the fuck happens in once they actually start practicing, lah. I'm not saying like yeah. they are like law like there'll be some lawyers who are not squeaky clean. Same like there are some YouTubers, mm. some podcasters who are just who don't play by the rules. Lah. But yeah, then if it's yeah. your first entry point into the industry, especially when one of the papers was on ethics, I yeah, mean, exactly. it's a bit hard to swallow. Lah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would say, yeah, maybe maybe the pedophile is not a great analogy, lah, but maybe more like cheating on a driving test, for example. Mm. Like you, you think about it, yeah, lah, it's a victimless crime, right? Because, because uh, I mean, you're just taking a test, but after you take the test, you're actually driving a, a missile on the road, mm, la, right? Mm, Something that mm. can go as fast and kill people and everything. Mm. So allowing you to cheat might seem like a very small issue when you're actually doing the paper. But when you're actually on the road driving all that, all these things add up and, and can cause much larger repercussions. La. And of course, the whole integrity of a, of an exam system and everything is to is to weed out you know uh, the bad apples and all that mm, right mm. so 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 the the whole integrity of the system is compromised if we if we just say oh you cheated exam is no big deal and yala uh, yala next must give them second chance and all these kind of things right yeah because it is the system that they are going to have to protect what right then mm. i mean it'll just be i can imagine even for their professional careers uh it's it's going to be hard to hide i think um who mm. these people are right the law law industry yeah. is not that big in singapore and people know each other um yeah. i know one of my friends pointed out uh, she was she's a practicing lawyer also she, she pointed out that for law and medicine and a few other select professions literally who you study with if you go to like school in singapore those are your mm. peers for the rest of your life no yeah and yeah. that fucking blew my mind because that is scary to a certain extent like if you were not the most fully formed character when you were studying and you have changed. Mm. Those sort of dynamics still play through. So their identities would have kind of already been out there. Then what? Is it an open secret? Then it almost feels like in some way now, okay, they have been disclosed and it's for them yeah. to, 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 there's no going down, right? Yeah. You kind of got to prove yourself. Yeah. Prove yourself, right? That yeah. you're not, uh, you know, that you're, you've changed your ways, you're not a cheater and all that. Yeah. Right? And also what you said right. just now about like as a, as a driver or something, because if you're going down the path, okay, how could it impact other people, right? If you think about it, if you're a lawyer and maybe you cheated and you're not as competent as you should be, there are law cases that involve life and death, right? Or families mm. being yeah. separated. So yeah. it just feels like, yeah, like uh, at the first stage really, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. At the end of the day, lawyers are—they're very smart people, most of them, and mm. they will. And part of their job is essentially to help find, you know, legal loopholes and yeah, things like that, <laughs> to to help you in times of need, lah. Right? You know, whether or not you're doing the right thing or what, lah. They they advise you as a client whether or not you are in the right or wrong. They just give you the best advice they can give. 
So when uh, when you know your lawyer is you know uh, not only helping you find loopholes uh, but 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 in in their in their past or what it's a bit checkered because they have um, more than just found legal loopholes but even like uh, taken exceptional steps to 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 get to a final destination uh, it kind of worries you lah that, that that you know that this person is is also uh, not giving you the the legal so called the legal advice that he should be giving you lah right unless that is their marketing uh, spiel <laughs> oh. like yo guys yo guys you want someone who can make it through like even the toughest loopholes come to us you know the the, the yeah. six of them start like a law firm you know for people who are like yeah. yo man we'll help you with your dirty shit man yeah but i mean i mean uh of course we 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 make light of of what the six of them are probably going through like but but um i mean they, they probably must be like super uh i mean super embarrassed super sad traumatized yeah. by by this turn of events are right yeah but my guess is actually uh actually uh if they had just revealed the names of these people at the start right Without mm. any, without any hoo ha or trying to redact the names or that, right? I don't think people will be caring as much, uh, yeah. like, like you and me, and that, right? <laughs> we didn't even so know too. about this whole thing <laughs> we until the names podcast. were with, yeah, until the names were withheld, and then people made noise. Then suddenly it became a thing. Yeah, and now I'm like, oh, okay, let me go look at the names, right? Yeah, because last last week when we were deciding the topic to talk, not once did this ever come about, but it came yeah. about because yeah. of the redaction. So. So I mean the rescindment of the redact, uh, request to redact lah. So it just feels like, yeah. yeah. And I think one thing also that uh, it yeah only it only dawned upon me as I was reading is like the year they cheated was the COVID year lah, right? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's okay not to condone their their efforts, but I think across the board, across every mm. virtual exam, the the instances of cheating was probably higher that year lah, right? So it's not mm. an apples I mean, to apples. We don't know, uh, right. I mean, I assume, I mean, like uh, there was an article also by CNA about they just interviewed like thirteen graduates and I think seven of them admitted to to cheating. Basically, yeah. So I think yeah. like uh, because after that one thing also is that the law society and lawyers in general got a lot of flack, lah, right? And yeah, I know yeah. it's so easy to shit on lawyers because uh, yeah. well, we are also in the middle of a of a legal thing, lah, with the whole mm. liquidation thing, right? So mm. so, but then also just understanding that the six of them is not say oh people have never cheated before and these six are the worst of them is no lah like you have to take into account yeah. the context also lah yeah i think i think the yeah the the, the important thing is not to villainize mm. uh, all lawyers yeah uh, just, just because of this firstly they're not these people were not admitted to the bar mm. because of, of this what what has happened and probably there'll be further repercussions to to their legal careers lah and, and laid down by the lawyers themselves because I mean, if if you if you are the law society and everything, you wouldn't you would want to scrutinize the what what they've done to to make things better. You need to scrutinize everything they do, like right going yeah. forward and all. Yeah. Uh, which which because it reflects badly on everyone if they are admitted into the admitted to the bar so easily, like right. Yeah, and I mean. So and and at the end of the day, lawyers. Yeah, I just want to say even yeah when we, people are caught in uh situations, right. Uh yeah, sometimes the 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 your greatest adversary is you know the opposing side's lawyer, but also the lawyer on your side is also uh trying their best to help you as well, like, right? Mm-hmm. It's your confidant, your 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 last line of defense and everything, uh. So so for every nasty lawyer that you see out there, on the other side there's a lawyer trying to 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 help with the situation and also like yeah. So you know it, it's it's. Unfortunate that people paint all lawyers as as, as bad and everything, but yeah, but but I mean, just remember that these six people have not been admitted to the bar, yeah. Yeah, and I think in some way the fact that they have not been admitted, the law society did not accept them. Uh, the judge rescinded the redact, uh, the redacting of the names had made me respect the legal system a bit more. Mm. Like if they didn't do that, then I'd be like, yo man, uh, that's that's not that's not that's not cool. Um, mm. But the one thing is, like, I couldn't get from the articles because not all the facts are public. Is how was it even determined that they, they cheated lah? I think, oh, I think there was some note about how their mistakes all were a little too similar yeah. to be coincidental Yeah, yeah it's. Right. I think uh, in university, like a lot of times the, the papers are, are essentially like when you type out your papers and all that, essentially scanned and and checked like almost like. Uh, but some of this is virtual. This, kind of thing, this was virtual. 
Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so virtual. So it, when you submit, yeah, when you submit your paper, right, there's the software that actually scans all these sort of things, like the same typos and the same errors. Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing I read on on Reddit, and I, I can't hundred percent verify it, lah, is that the exams that they cheated on were apparently open book exams. Mm. So it's literally like copy and paste kind of thing. Like you you find the section and you copy and paste the answer. Yeah. So I'm not sure like how much. Like how much cheating would really help la? I mean, no. it probably it will help you like just yeah you know, answer everything la. But but if you really study, uh, you I mean you don't have to memorize the whole book la. That's that's what I'm just just saying. Uh, but maybe yeah Like like what you said during COVID, it's also a tough time for people. So yeah, uh, maybe they they're forced to do things that they. I mean, last time last time school you never had open book tests uh? Have have have. Yeah, so I mean, open book. I remember at first before my first open book, I think it was. JC, I was like, oh fuck, study for fuck, you know. Yeah, then so you realize easy. the book is like damn thick, right? Yeah, and you yeah. give it open book, yeah, you still need to be directed somewhere, like. There's no yeah, search yeah, function, yeah. you know. There's no control F function. Yeah. My bigger question. No, the was, thing that the thing that really blew my mind was the, uh, was it called cheat sheets? Is it? Yeah, cheat sheets. You're allowed in yeah, university. Allowed. Yeah. The, the exams university, they they allow you to bring in one piece of paper, A4 size of paper, <laughs> that yeah. you can write anything you want on it. And then, like you basically bring it to your exam, like, And then I remember, I would like like write in the smallest yeah, font small. I could ever do, and <laughs> almost stuff like everything from the whole textbook onto two pages of like A four A four paper. Yeah, and then yeah, you. And I was damn proud of it, uh. But then you know, if you lose it, right? Wow, you protect yeah, it yeah, more yeah. than your life, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what, my bigger question was like. In this day and age, if like using WhatsApp to corroborate to cheat, just felt like yo, man. Uh, is that the best best way yeah. of doing it? It just felt, yeah. So I mean, the good thing is like five of them actually wrote written apologies and acknowledgements mm. to the justice. Like, I think one of them denied mm. up till two days before the hearing. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. So so I mean, yeah, like, It's they they did something stupid. Uh, and I think in some ways it's good that they're young, so they have time to fucking claw back whatever they want to, lah. Yeah. So yeah, they definitely did something unethical. Yeah. Uh, and and probably illegal lah, cause I I guess it's a you know it's a national exam, and everything lah, right? And it's so, for law. <laughs> it's yeah, for and law. So to enter the. I mean, when you try to cheat the institutions in the country, that that is essentially is probably more likely than not a crime lah, right? Yeah. I, I yeah so, I don't know whether it's it's a crime per se because you know mm. the the punishment they're getting is uh more like a delay of um applying to the bar la, or like mm, uh, mm, so so I mean we don't even know whether they would eventually be called to the bar but yeah. there's a delay la. so yeah so like this a, was one of your if those one of those people who cheated was your friend or something what would you what would you tell them I cut him out of my life huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean just but like but it's nothing to do with you it's nothing to do with being I'm a joking, friend I'm joking I'm oh, joking okay, okay. no but if it's a friend I'll be like we all do stupid shit I've done mm. a lot of stupid shit, uh, and yeah. I think it wouldn't just be like, "Oh, you're fucked up," no. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's just like, "Yo, man, uh, okay, you you did fuck up, so now you just mm. have to fucking stay through it. Don't fuck up again." Uh, yeah, and yeah lah. And for you, and you will help. You will help to monitor lah, right? I don't know whether I'll help to monitor lah. No, as in check in here and there lah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think I think I think if you're a friend of these six people, so yeah. Uh, they are young people, maybe probably yeah. highly stressed by the situation, and this doesn't happen every day to every everyone, right? Yeah. You would also want to make sure that you know they they don't like commit suicide or do something stupid, lah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, it's it's yeah, they are very they are living and going to be working in a very elite section of society as well. Mm. So it's probably very easy for them to think, oh, my career is fucked and everything. But no, la, there, there's still a lot of work that they can do in the legal field as, you know, even as, not as lawyers, but other outside of law as well. La. Yeah. They yeah. still, you know, live very comfortable lives. La. So, uh, yeah, the important thing is just to give them bigger a bigger perspective about it. La. Yeah. And then one year later, make a YouTube video where you sit down, <laughs> you start off by sitting down on a couch and like, <sighs> it's been a year. Uh and and yeah like I mean there's a chance there's a chance to to claw your way back la. it's not it's not the end yeah, end of times la. it's, it's not, not the end, end of times it's not the end of times yeah yeah if anything we learned the past two years it's it's that you know there's no situation too big uh, for for you know someone with the willpower to overcome it la. really what uh, what made you learn that 
I mean COVID lah. The the oh, oh, oh I see, that, I see. Know, I don't know what what life there is leading there. Okay, okay. No, we lived through through we lived through COVID lah. So yeah. far, so far, so good. So yeah, far, so, so good. Far. And uh, I like you like like what you said last time. I have finally seen the pictures of the people partying at Zouk again. Mm. And, uh, it's quite cool, it's, right? It's a it's a strange strange time. You know, everyone's wearing masks and all, but yeah, yeah they're all having fun dancing and all, and it makes me hopeful for the future. Yeah, that's Imagine right. Imagine a picture of uh, of people, young people clubbing in Zouk make me feel hopeful about the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back then, yeah. it was like, oh my God, the debauchery is yeah. terrible. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, so. uh, yeah, speaking of like morally, you know, eth- ethical versus legal issues, uh, that actually brings us to our second topic also, right? Mm, mm, uh, mm. This one is a, it's a, it's a, I mean, what's that? Yeah, this one was, was there a crime? You know, there, there's a big question. Yeah, it's that, definitely not uh, a goofy topic, lah. It's not a goofy topic. It's not, yeah, it's not a goofy topic. But and trigger warning, lah. Trigger warning involves uh talk about uh you know potential sexual assault mm. or sexual potential uh, alleged sexual assault that has now been uh the guy's been acquitted of it, lah. Mm. But what is this story? Uh, the story that came out uh yesterday that uh a former Grab driver who was accused of sexually assaulting his 19-year-old passenger has been acquitted. Mm. Acquitted. Mm. And like, uh, yeah, all the charges have been dropped. And and there was a lot of um, discussion online about uh, how did that happen? How is it possible that he got like acquitted? How the judgment, yeah, how how the judgment the, happened? Oh, okay. How the judgment happened. And essentially, yeah, I mean... In this sort of cases, you know, like uh, I think public sentiment will always favor the the victim, la, right? But in yeah, this case, yeah. the the alleged aggressor was the one who uh, got acquitted, lah. So then, then it also yeah. becomes okay, who's the aggressor? Who's the victim? So that's why mm. it, it's still not super clear. But what made you want to mm. talk about this, uh? Um, I think there's a there's a lot of debate or discussion about you know, um, I mean, yeah, la, Firstly, about like how how the hell did this guy get how did this guy get acquitted la? I mean mm. it looks pretty bad right like you are almost what thirty years older than the lady mm. uh, why would she in the intoxicated state how could she consent to having sex with you know her, uh, her basically her private hire driver in the back of his car and then after that wake up like four a, four or five a.m. You know, without her shorts and her underwear in the middle of the road, and get picked up by another grab driver, lah, right? Mm. So the whole thing just feels like uh, it, it felt like it was a it should be a slam dunk case of obviously you know she was she was she was probably raped, uh, but I think what has what what came out in the legal uh, when when they start when you start really drilling to the details of the case and everything, then you. You realize that maybe there was no other choice for the judge but to acquit, acquit the guy lah. In the yeah. sense that the, the the evidence and every and and arguments all pointed in that direction lah. Yeah, because okay, so maybe it's important to also bring up the definition of what acquittal is lah. So basically, yeah. said that um, the it's when the judge has finds the charges levels leveled against the accused as being not proven beyond reasonable doubt. You know that yeah. that phrase like beyond reasonable doubt. So even though there's a mm. hint that oh yeah it could have happened, I think there are certain yeah. things that need to be checked or hit for it to be proven beyond reasonable doubt la. And mm. in this case, like reading it, like what you said, like if you just look at certain facts that you extract, it feels like yeah, that is a is a no no contest la. Yeah. But where it gets so I know like. The tricky thing, like reading the articles, is that we don't have access to the evidence of the CCTV videos that showed her Correct. kind of walking from the bar to the taxi or the condo uh, gate. Yeah, we don't have access to the audio. Uh, there's only his testimony. Uh, mm. Her, I think she said she couldn't remember much from that night. Yeah, I mean maybe it's it's worth just like running through the chronology of of what supposedly happened that night, lah. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. So it happened. Back in 20, 2018, May uh, May nineteen, so so basically, wait uh, let me let me let me let me pull it up from one of my multiple tabs. Yeah. Because uh, I th- I think like yeah, regardless of the he says she says element of everything, 
there are some indisputable facts about uh, what what her condition was and where where she was picked up and everything, lah. Right. Yes. So so basically, okay. So one chronology is that. Okay. So initially they picked it up. Let's see. Ah. Uh, it was his third passenger of the day. He initially picked her up when he reached the pickup point at Wild Seat Bar at uh, Aerospace Aerospace Park, and then mm. he said he normally doesn't doesn't ferry people who are drunk. But then her, her friend apparently said she was okay and only a little drunk. Mm. Her friend passed her a plastic bag. Then mm. he said that he himself uh, assessed that she was not intoxicated, being able uh, based on being able to respond to his questions, verifying yeah. the address of the home. Um, and then she was crying during the car ride. So there is in-camera footage. Uh, mm. And then when they reached the gates of a condo, apparently there was no one at the guardhouse. So yeah. then he he decided to park by the side of the road. And then he, she apparently just started like um, up like pounding her chest in in anger like she couldn't. So he mm. went into the back seat. He tried to console her. And according to him, uh, he turned around and next thing was that they were kissing lah. And then when the mm. judge asked him who initiated the kissing, he said, "I don't remember, but it was definitely not me," which sounds a bit weird because oh. there's only two of them. Yeah. Um. And yeah. then after that, they got intimate. Uh. And then he he offered to drive her to a more secluded location, but by then he said it, things like uh, died down and they didn't do anything like. And then he drove mm. her back to her condo, and then he finally drove off after seeing her make her way into the compound. So that's that's his side, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, there's nothing here that talks about the part where she was lying in the middle of the road. So, okay, can you just maybe elaborate a bit more on that part? I believe at 4.40 a.m. she was found lying in the middle of a road uh, with her underwear and her shorts off. Mm. Uh, and she was found by another Grab driver. Uh, that means she had pro- she was probably unconscious and everything already. Ah, okay, he at picked her up at 10.30. Correct. So, that was at 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah, he picked her up at 10.30. So, so, that's a very long time after that, right? Yeah, so, yeah. uh, oh wait, ten thirty or two thirty. So yeah, so there's there's no one clear chronology, but but the facts remain la, And the reason why and she couldn't remember anything la. Yeah. she could not remember anything about a sexual encounter. That was one big part of it as well. Yeah, correct. So so generally, based on the judge's verdict, the and apparently lawyers were not surprised. Um, mm. so the one thing was that she was not drunk. As in, even though she was drunk, they they deemed that she was still able to give consent. Mm, mm. Yeah, and then yeah, I think that's the that's the big uh, question mark, lah, right? Because if you're drunk until you are unconscious, like you're not talking at all, obviously you can't you can't give consent, lah, right? Yeah, because you're you're unconscious. But what they're saying, what the judge statement is saying is that you can be drunk. That means you can be have a lot of alcohol in your system. But you could still be making rational decisions and giving consent, like, uh, like I, I mean, so many drunk people. Uh, people get drunk and can you know suddenly just say, "Oh, I want to sit down and lie down in the middle of the road," and they can lie down in the middle of the road and not be sleeping, right? You know, mm-hmm. they're just doing very silly things, uh, or making silly decisions while drunk, lah. Uh, and that's what the judge is saying that yeah, it, it could have been a a silly decision made at the time, but it was still a consensual silly decision, right? Yeah, and, and that's where it does get nebulous because as a as a veteran of many blackout drunk nights or rather, rather brown, oh. out, brown out drunk nights because from what I... Why brown out? Uh? Brown out is, it, it's not, it's nothing to do with race. Nothing to do with race. Uh, yeah, I was, I was waiting for you to... It's no. like clickbait. Fuck trying you, to get you. me to like, say something racist. It's right? nothing <laughs> to do with race. Like a blackout is when... Okay, from what I, I recall from... Me asking the same questions. Blackout is when you're like totally passed out and you cannot move. Brownout is mm. when you are totally functional but you cannot remember mm. shit. And that used to happen mm. a lot to me. Like oh, literally, okay. I would wake Great. up the next morning. This was in, in uni and I guess maybe yeah. a few years after uni when I came back to Singapore. I would have no yeah, yeah. idea what the hell I did last night. And people would tell me yeah. in the conversations they had with me. I think mm. the most glaring one was once uh, yeah, I drank out of my shoe that I did not oh. realize until the morning after when one of my friends told me, and I was like, no lah, fuck you, why the fuck would I drink out of my shoe? She said, you go smell your shoe. And I smelt yeah, it, yeah. and then the memory started coming back lah. So, mm. so, so you still remember lah? I still, still like, it's all the things, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I really yeah, did yeah, drink yeah, from yeah. my shoe. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, 
But where it becomes fuzzy is like, can I hold my friends like responsible for making me drink the shoe? Even though I, I tell them that, uh, you know, I don't I don't think it's just them. Like. I know drinking a shoe is very different from what we're talking yeah. about now. But yeah. I think that's where it gets fuzzy. Mm-hmm. La. Did it you ever brown out? Fuzzy. Did you ever brown out or I blackout? I think, yeah, I mean, uh, the, 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 that's the thing. Like, yeah, I, I, I have had those episodes as well. Uh, but but usually it's I, I don't fully black out or anything like that. I've mm. never blacked out blacked out lah. But I have definitely like fallen in and out of like of like sleep la. And then I wake up and I remember someone saying something. Then I fall asleep again or whatever. So so thankfully I've always have I've, I've always have like friends around and all that. That's what you keep me from like. That's stupid, what you la. think lah, dude. I went with you yeah, on your yeah. bachelor trip, man. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I mean yeah lah. I've definitely woken up hugging toilet bowls and all that before, <laughs> like, for sure. Like from like walking on the street, then suddenly I'm hugging a toilet bowl. That's what I do remember. But 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 in this case, I mean, uh, I I think that's a very uh, is a very interesting point la, to to de- to talk about is whether the fact that you're super intoxicated uh, can 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 what you do in those silly moments be considered consent, la, right? Mm. Mm. You know, cause, cause, it, it, I, I think the 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 judge also raised the example like if, don't don't say about being getting raped and giving consent and everything like right, but let's say you you punch somebody and then the person you know it, it's very serious like right while you're drunk, then because you're drunk does it mean that you shouldn't be charged mm. for the action of of punching somebody right you know yeah so 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 that's the the flip side of it like if you are the if you are drunk but you are the victim. Uh, but and someone claims that you gave consent, you know, does it mean that you know, uh, yeah lah, like like, does it mean that you didn't give consent just because you're drunk, you know? Yeah, and that's where it gets fuzzy because I mean everybody has heard the term date rape, right? Where someone gets so intoxicated that uh, they are raped lah. Why yeah. this is tricky is because that line between, okay, you're drunk but you can still have clear thought, and no, you can't have clear thought. Is so damn blur, man. So, yeah, yeah. in this case, I don't know, man. It, it's it's tricky. So, just looking for reading the reports, it just feels like, wow. Uh, let's say, so then what would make it illegal that she totally was incapacitated? Like she yeah, was... I think, I think probably like what you said, like if we have, if we actually watch the CCTV video, it might change your opinion of, of, of the whole that thing. That is true. Because uh, there because was in-camera there, footage, right? There was in-camera footage. Yeah, there footage. was in-camera footage. So, in you, you know, footage. alcohol sometimes takes a while to really, like, hit its full effect on your on your mind or so, right? Yeah. So, at the point, who knows, maybe at the point when she consent, consented or what, maybe the alcohol hadn't fully kicked in yet. Like, I, what, what I, I think I remember reading was that she had five pints. Uh. Mm. So, that's quite a lot of alcohol for, I'm assuming, you know, like... Uh, uh, you know, probably uh, an average size lady and everything, mm, like, right? Mm, mm, mm. Five pints is a lot, like, even for even for a guy, even for a Harish, I think five yeah, pints. Five pints, I don't know what flying I'm doing. You'll be on the moon already, man. Drinking from, yeah. drinking from like maybe years ago, you know, would have been okay. Now, like, holy shit, man! I might end up like on just lying on the street. Yeah, I'll definitely get heartburn. Uh. I'll, I'll be very <laughs> comfortable the whole night. <laughs> we are like five the pints. least cool people to party with, man. I'll yeah, just be yeah, pasta. Yeah. You'll get heartburn. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely wouldn't be. I would be in the toilet all day, yeah. yeah. But but yeah, so it's it's it's. I I I don't know, man. Maybe it's just a. You think about it, right? Like the harm. Like let's look at the, the something something that we, no one's really examining. What what is the harm that has been done to this to the woman, as a result of this acquittal and everything? I think the 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 minimum. Let's assume that maybe she didn't remember, really did not remember it and everything mm. But she just felt really like oh, very disgusted with herself or what after that She felt like she got raped, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah I mean, she probably is uh, really traumatized. Probably doesn't even dare to take a you know a, a grab a grab home alone or anything like that anymore. Yeah. Uh, and yeah the, the thought of of drinking probably scares her and all that lah. And for the guy also, I think the he also, I mean, his reputation is in the mud. Uh, he didn't do anything illegal, supposedly. Mm. But everyone knows that he's a creep. La. He's a creep who was working his job and then suddenly decided to to have sex with his passenger who's probably 
could be his daughter, if anything. Mm. Right? Because he is based married with kids. Age. He is married yeah, with kids. Yeah, so based on the age, yeah, suddenly wanting to have sex with a daughter in the back of his car, which is, you know, used for, to ferry other people as well and all that. Uh. Uh, so it is, it is very creepy behavior, but he's not, a, you know, according to this, he's not a criminal, uh, right? But does that... So uh, everybody comes uh, comes away uh, you know, damaged from this whole incident. Uh. I mean... That's the... That's the but, what, part, uh. what he did, even if it was consensual, is it's still not unethical. Uh. What? It's still unethical, uh, right? Why? Because there is a you are a driver, uh. and your passenger is intoxicated or definitely not fully of her her mental means, uh, right? Yeah. And and you are she's in your car, she's in your care, uh, essentially, for that period. Mm. So and the fact that at the end of it. You know, it's still unaccounted for how come she ended up on the middle of the road at four AM, even though he said that she walked into a condo or that lah, right? Yeah. Uh so uh to me there there yeah, this is there is un unethical there is a uh imbalance of power in that in that but then, client and, and relationship and all that. Because that is based on the assumption that maybe she was not fully cognitive lah. Like her cognitive decision making skills not not fully that because let's say if someone was yeah. not drunk, nineteen years old, yeah. forty six year old cab yeah. driver, married with kids, and they ended yeah. up like having sex consensually, yeah. do you, would you still say he's he's doing something unethical? I mean the the fact that he is in the driver of the car, yeah, and she's in the back and I mean and she's much younger, but if it's totally things. consensual. No, no, but, but I mean I would still think it's 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 still. Uh, there's still a, a boundary. ethical boundary, lah. Yeah, because because you are doing a job, and people, you know, you 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 would hope that when you are taking a grab, you don't get, you don't don't not even say sexually assaulted, but nobody like makes a pass at you. The driver doesn't make a pass at you or anything, lah. Right. Mm. Even uh, you as a man as well, if you were to take a grab, then suddenly the guy turns around and starts, "Hey, dude, I love your, uh, you know, I, I love your." I love you, whatever lah. That makes you feel uncomfortable, lah, right? Yeah. So even so if it's just a passing remark, it just doesn't feel like that's the right thing to do as a, when you have a when you're a paying customer and all. Correct, that. but that's also based on the assumptions that all that happened, lah. Because to me, the act of it of them, mm. if she was it was totally consensual, I wouldn't say it is. It's more unethical because okay, he's married, lah, with kids, but oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. but I think that's where it gets a bit grey because. The, there is the assumption that there were things that lead, led up to it. La. And yeah, I totally agree. Like, as a passenger, you don't want to be in a car of someone who like, would be making passing at you. But that assumes that he was the one making passes at the at, at the passenger. La. Or a driver is making passes. Because I think the act itself for me is like, is it is it that unethical? If both are consensual, both are of age, yeah, he's married, that's fucked up. But the act of it mm. for a driver... To have a rendezvous with a passenger in the wee hours of the night, if it's fully consensual, they're not that clearly unethical for me, man. I mean, you got to think about other situations as well, uh, When you have a, a client and uh, you know the service provider kind of relationship, yeah. Uh, certain things like you have access to their private information, their phone number, you have access to their where they live, things like that. Basically, you have you have information about them that that you know, uh, not everyone has access to, lah. Uh, uh, mm. And and you know it's like being, it's like if you are it, and and you know remember the, there was the case of the the doctors who were having relationships with their patients and stuff like that. Mm. They having information about their their patients' mental state, and then after that it turns out that they were actually like you know sharing information with each other about their patient and things like that. Yeah, well. but but that one there's a lot the, around it. I'm just saying that. No, no, yeah, I'm saying so. I'm it, saying, right? saying the, the 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 act of it, them having con so called consensual relationships subsequently with the with the patient or that. There's still, I think that also still crosses the ethical boundary, lah. Then, like with a boss, so any time there is a yeah. So my my point is that uh, any time there is that kind of uh, it's meant to be a professional kind of relationship, or at least like I'm a service provider to you, and and then and you are you are under my care for the for this period, right? Mm. There needs to be, uh, I mean, it crosses the ethical line, uh, That that you can lose your job for, which we we seen we we see a lot of it these days. You know, uh, university professors. Uh, you know, in the corporate world as well, when even relationships in the office, right, between a boss and a consensual mm. consensual relationship between a boss and employee, things like that. We we we. I mean, it just we. It doesn't have to be illegal, but as long as it, it there's an power imbalance in the relationship, 
But uh, then I think ethical and they 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 get fired lah. I don't think it's it's grounded solely in in ethics lah. My my point is that I think the ethical thing is is for me it's not that clear. Like not having relationships at the office and all that one is like a whole bunch of other factors lah. I don't think it's solely grounded in in ethics lah. Like right now. No, I mean I yeah. think then it's just we're just arguing about what ethical means lah. I mean I also talking about workplace ethics and stuff like that also. Mm. But that's yeah, where yeah, that's yeah. where it's it's interesting lah because I don't know whether there's a mm. there's a more like kind of like a rule book for workplace ethics or what is what is the grounds for dismissing someone who gets into a relationship between with your subordinate or or mm. senior lah. No, but but this is a, it's an interesting question, but yeah. it's not it's not it's not so black and white. You know things change over the time over the over the years. Yeah, my point is it's not that black and white. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So, but in this current in the current state that we are. In right now, lah, as which of is 2022, uh-huh. which is you know there there are professors getting fired for having relationships with students, uh, you know anytime you have a any kind of imbalance in terms of the the, the information you have about a client or anything like that, that can be you know can or can't be used against them whatever, it, it kind of that's where it crosses in this gray area, lah, and there's nobody to there's no court that says okay this is unethical but you would probably have to take disciplinary action against the the errant employee lah. That's what I'm saying lah. Yeah, but that's where there's I no there's no there's no clear rule book to it, and not you know stuff is life's not so black and white, Harish. Dude, 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 no, my point yeah. is is that it's not so black and white. Stop fucking painting yeah, yeah, the brush yeah. on me. I'm saying that that just because it's a rule that has been in place for years doesn't mean that it cannot it cannot change it cannot evolve because you do have companies yeah. that have very very friendly workplace relationship policies lah. As long as it's declared and certain steps are done. I'm just saying that yeah, because yeah. there's a relationship there, I don't think it is. It is. Uh, I I don't understand the. I I want to understand the reasons that that provides mm. grounds for filing and all that lah. So so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah my my whole point. No, but is that's that, why we. Yeah. No, in fact, but you are the, the one the making it black and white. You're saying it's it's unethical. It's ethical. I'm saying it's not. It's not. It's probably no, no, not no, no. just I that. I think what I'm saying that the word ethical. Yeah, it's not doesn't just. Yeah, I think what the 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 thing that was being said is just because it's consensual, so it can't be unethical. That was what I was well, trying to argue. Is it you're joining the dots a little too far, also? Um, no, I think I mean, I mean that's what the impression that you were saying because it's consensual, so it can't be said to be unethical. Whereas I'm saying what I'm saying is unethical. Uh, can be it it, it is a much broader term. Like it goes beyond the. I mean, if we talk about family ethics or workplace ethics, yeah. all different lah. But when I say unethical in general, uh, he I think it can be agreed that his behavior, while it was family wise, was very unethical. Yeah. And to me also workplace wise, I mean that is unethical lah, to do that in the workplace lah. Hmm. Like family wise, yeah. because for me there are, there there are, uh, the certain so I guess it boils down to hmm. how what the hell is like ethics and stuff because yeah it's a very very broad thing lah so. After mm. after this podcast, I am gonna gonna Google like why, what is the the actual grounds that describe or like that that provide a context for letting someone go if there's a workplace relationship lah, between yeah. a, a, a subordinate and a senior lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's a interesting thing also lah. I think the the last ten years with Harvey Weinstein and and everything, it's it's yeah everything is all coming to the forefront a lot more and and you know things that. That even I have suffered through in a you know workplace before. Mm. That ten years ago, I I just sort of just bit my tongue and say, okay lah, this is what this is like. Yeah, this is basically someone who's very passionate about their work and all that. Now now you know I when I when I just mention it to people, they're like, what? That's like totally workplace abuse. You should have called police or whatever is that it, stuff. No 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 nothing sexual, but like 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 let's say people you know throwing shit at at, at people in office and all that lah. Oh oh oh, things like that lah. I see right? I see I see. I see. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Nothing about you. Nothing about you. Nothing about you. Yeah, hey, no lah. <laughs> not everything is about me, Terence. Nothing about you. Nothing about you. Yeah, but but you know, people lose yeah, temper yeah, in office. Yeah, and that, that, that one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, but but it's a it's a interesting question, uh. But but that's why yeah lah, consensual is a. It's a that's a that's a yeah tough one lah. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's okay lah. Consensual doesn't mean it's okay. No, that's the that's the thing right now that you I think. I think we've made jokes about it before, where where you might need an app that literally is like almost like signing a release and all that, like before yeah. you engage in any kind of relationship with people. Uh, yeah, I think 
doubly so la, if you're actually trying to do it in the back seat of your Like a flow chart, la, like vehicle. a flow chart. Yeah, you need yeah. A, yeah. yeah, but is, that's why I'm curious now how uh, what people listening are thinking. And if you have any thoughts, please just don't judge us in silence. Uh, yeah. Just go to our Reddit or message us on Instagram. Because yeah, I am yeah. curious, man. I it am is. curious. But I mean, yeah, like, after everything, Harish, I think I think Harish is uh, he's very he's very big on the the ethics side of things. So, uh, don't 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 yeah, don't skewer him for if you dis- disagree with him. Same same for me also. Don't skewer me if you disagree. With yeah, me. So, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. do think about these things a lot more than than we than it looks like we we do. Sometimes we cause more problems for ourselves also. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's true. Correct. Cool. But that's it. Cool. Uh, yeah. Do you have any uh, one shook comments to, to talk about in the last few days? Uh, yes. So my one shook comment is just the recognition from some of our ardent supporters on our Yalabad subreddit that mm. the omelet is back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know whether they are happy about it or celebratory, but uh, you, the dangerous, dangerous crime on... Reddit said, damn it, the omelette is back. So I guess yeah. maybe not the most enthusiastic, but the omelette will never go away, man. Never, never go away. away. It's just once in a while, just depending on the situation, okay lah, like uh, I will I will choose how I pronounce it, pronounce it, but yeah. it will stay with me for life, guys. It's like it's like color blindness like that, right? You never know the joy of omelette until you... Until you That's a horrible analogy. Today your <laughs> analogy game is Jala. It's not like colorblindness. Okay. It's like you can't help it, but you think, it's you think I choose to, to be colorblind, is it? Huh? <laughs> so do you choose to say amlet or is it just Sometimes. <laughs> okay, la, so we know that you're just being a, you know no, it's, it's wrong, but, but you're just doing my, it really. My tendency will always be to say amlet. Like if I'm like like fucking in a in a high pressure situation, I'll be like, yeah, give me the amlet. Okay. If I have more time <laughs> to assess the situation and all, then I'm like, is it worthy having to explain why I say omelette? I'll be like, no. When you're the omelette. We're talking about those high pressure situations when you're like ordering food at a buffet <laughs> yeah, and at the omelette station and then they're like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, shit. I need to save the world. Give me an omelette right now. Or like at the Chai Pung store. Auntie, I want the vegetable, the tofu and the omelette. What? Yeah. The what? Okay. No, she there's there there's never been a Chaipang auntie or uncle who has misunderstood my pronunciation of omelette and given me something else. It all I always get the omelette. Always. Okay, we'll we'll prove that we'll try to prove that. I'll try to prove that next time <laughs> we actually go to a Chaipang store. Uh, and what yeah. about you, man? No, I think one is this one's a private DM on Instagram, but I'm very I really super appreciate it because uh, this person just said they're referring to episode two eight five when. Uh, I talked about uh, you know the 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 woodworking podcast that uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, hey, not Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, what's what's the what's the actor's name? Uh, uh-huh. I forgot the guy, but yeah, there was one basically a woodworking podcast where there was a celebrity being interviewed as well. Mm. Uh, this person then shared that uh, he he or she is also oh he is a hobbyist but serious woodworker doing his stuff in his man cave HDB in Singapore. So he took his took up this hobby as a way to curb his stress during work from home. So they then he also sends over pictures of his of his woodworking setup in, in his own HDB home la, which, mm. is, which is pretty pretty dope la, I must add. Oh yeah, like, I saw that. I saw that. It's pretty dope. It's but insane, but I'm just man. very curious la, and I did message back asking, like, uh, how does he get away with the noise and the dust that a woodworking uh studio creates inside a flat la, right? Because there's mm-hmm. got to be a lot of banging and knocking and everything, so don't the neighbors complain or what is it? Yeah, let us know Because I think it's uh, interesting even for our readers to uh, our listeners to uh, like know like how people are pursuing their interesting hobbies within the mm. confines of uh, of you know like uh, shared living space and everything. Yeah, it looked damn cool, man. Because I yeah. I also like in for when I did engineering, that was the most fun thing, like building shit. And even yeah. for our shoots, all the props and all, you know, the yeah, building yeah, part yeah. is the fun part. Uh. Yeah, we never have a proper place to really build stuff. Uh. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah. Dope. But yeah. Cool. That. All right. And then what and about your, your one shook thing? Shook thing. You, you have would yours? you like to go first? What? You pulling you out have yours? Yeah, yeah, I got, I got. Yeah, please uh, go first. So, so the, there's one thing cool that the, the website uh, we transfer does. Because literally Terrence sent me a file this last night that I downloaded this morning using WeTransfer, which is a service we use a lot. The cool thing is they have 
they they do we present or editorials lah because mm. their whole mantra or their, their company is that okay you know we help creatives become more creative lah so they have this this super cool articles and visual editorials that they do uh, like right next to the download link and today i came across this one thing called uh, a manifesto by ai weiwei who is a mm. living artist mm. who has been referred yep. to as the most important artist working today by the financial times i haven't seen his work admittedly but he just mm. had like these 10 rules for being creative and they have a bunch of links to other very very interesting articles and a lot of the mm. articles are very visual so mm. I just think like, wow, fuck. There's been so many times in the past when like downloading a file, like, I'm like, eh, hey, shit, there's something cool. So, so I mean, just like of these ten rules, one of it which I thought was quite cool was find out what I means and find your own identity. Who I am mm. should be consistent with what I do, how I behave, and how I act. Persist no matter what other people say. When you read that, you're like, you go, boy. Uh, but mm. yeah, the but basically the articles there, the editorials there are very nice, lah, because. They are rarely just words. They are often coupled with very cool posters, very cool pictures, and dope shit, man. I see, I see. Yeah, have you ever read those those articles that 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 that, that they click? That you can I click have clicked through. through. I've clicked through before, like, but I never yeah. like really read read them. Yeah, it's quite cool. Like, it's quite cool. What about you, man? Okay. Uh, my one show thing I think is like right now the the number one trending show on Netflix mm. in Singapore, Happiness. Mm. Uh, the zombie Happiness. Oh, number one the COVID show. zombie thing is it? Yeah, it's a COVID zombie apartment show. So it, it took a while lah for me to get into it like maybe three or four episodes, which is more than what I usually allow. But but it's it's I I sort of understand where why and what, where its slow pace comes from already lah. So so uh. I would say uh, yeah after watching a bit more I would say yeah lah I would recommend people watch it. Although probably everyone is already watching it. Uh, it is different from other. Korean so it is different. Uh, they managed to do it something is, different. They managed to make make it slightly wow. different. Yeah, wow. that would probably appeal to a slightly different audience from the typical zombie flick or so lah. I mean, one yeah. thing where I the main reason I thought I mean at some point I want to watch this because yeah, it's one of the first few shows where mask wearing is part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not right. not the the yeah like COVID is really in the distant past in the oh, show. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In so the they past. do refer to it, but. I can I can see how they're reaching out to a different audience with this show, mm-hmm. so it is interesting. Yeah, do check it out. See no spoilers. Cool, yeah. well done, Terence. Cool. And and yeah, that's that's it for from us for the week, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>